Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Friday, November the 13th, 2020, and my name is Stephen Cornegay. Welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Hey, just thought about that. Today is Friday the 13th. Well, anywho, as we end the work week, I would like to ask everyone, we reflect on all that is going on around us. Past couple of weeks have been a journey and just that's just to say the least. Presidential election is still ongoing. Absentee ballots, provisional ballots need to be counted. It's a process. Hey, it happens. Not going to touch it. Not going to even debate on it. And it looks like COVID is ramping back up. Well, with that being said, looks like we're going back into those mandated restrictions here in North Carolina, also like it is uh, across pretty much everywhere in the United States. One of the things that stuck out to me was at one point in time, they had lifted it and bars and restaurants had started back opening with a minimum capacity of 25 people, I believe. Well, now that's getting ready to be cut down to 10. But so much is life. This is the new norm. Got to work ourselves through it. But despite all of that and all these life-altering events, Wednesday, November 11th was Veterans Day. I believe a time of reflection and acknowledgement for all. You know, as I sit here thinking about all I've done in my life, my successes, my failures, had quite a few, I can't help but reminisce about my Navy days. A young 18-year-old kid leaving home for the first time ever. I still remember the day that the bus pulled out of the hotel parking lot and me peering out the window waving to my mother. The uncertainty, the nervousness, and even fear. I didn't know what to expect, but I knew I had to get out in the world and see all that it had to offer. Soak it all in. I can remember uh, walking into RDU International Airport at their USO station. The yelling started. Get in a single file line, heel to toe, and shut up. Oh boy, the fun is about to begin, I thought. But time to second guess my decision now. Too late suck it up and handle it so I and others did as we were told and shortly thereafter we we received our boarding passes and walked to the gate holding our pass and bag as we boarded the plane headed for recruit training command in lovely Orlando Florida in July of 1992 Yeah, arguably the hottest time of the year. I really don't know what I was thinking on that one, but... Uh, However, our arrival at boot camp was around 8 or 9 that night. A little late, to say the least. I think we were supposed to be there about 6. But we had to delay, fly over for a while. Those lovely southern summer thunderstorms. Well, after a while, touchdown was granted, and I was on my way... To a quick, precise, and often harsh indoctrination into military life. Boot camp. I know there's a lot of people out there that have stories just like I do. 
Well, we filled out the standard military paperwork for a while. Then we were granted a good night's sleep. Yeah, okay. Now, I was informed of this little scenario by a cousin who has served in the lovely Marine Corps and did his boot camp at Paris Island, South Carolina. And also, I had brushed up on Hollywood's magnificent cinematic work, Full Metal Jacket. I mean, everyone remembers the opening of that movie. You know, the boot camp scene, the yelling, cussing, throwing up trash cans and all of its contents, and beating on the trash can lids with the nightsticks or batons. Yeah. So I was already on high alert internally, and in my mind, they ain't gonna catch me slipping. So I thought, now, I might as well not go to sleep, both eyes open, scanning the compartments. And then... I must have dozed off. Forgot all about that. Wham! Bam! Get your asses up. This is not a drill. I awaken in time just to see trash a trash can. Hell, several trash cans. Airborne. With multiple trash cans and all its contents flying. And what seemed like a barrage of male and female CCs, company commanders, walking through, cursing, screaming, and literally hovering over the late horizons and snatching pillows and mattresses, for that matter, right from up under. My fellow shipmates quickly got up and online. However, there was a young lad that was laying right beside me who still was asleep. It's a brother from Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Is he dead? Man, I thought to myself, this guy's dead and I've been sleeping right beside him. What in the... Just then, I overheard a conversation a female CC was having with another recruit, if you will. She was complimenting her like she was on America's Top Model about how pretty and blonde her hair was, the curls. Just that time, the male CC yells out, Hey, I think we got us one partner. Now, I'm not sure if he was being sarcastic or if he was serious. I mean, maybe at some point in time there had been someone that had uh, passed on the glory or if he knew already this guy was a heavy sleeper hey partner come here shaking the rack is he dead she comes over oh my bam he hits the rack with his metal his baton just like that this food wakes up, literally, stretching, yawning, rubbing his eyes like he was being awoke by his mother at home. And the fun began again. First, a subtle, are you awake now? The female, female CC stated, stated, are you okay? Yes, he responded. Yes, ma'am, she fired back. You up now, man? The male CC asked. 
Yes, again, he responded. That's yes, sir, damn it. You're in the the damn United States Navy. Get your head out your ass and get in the game. They had him jammed up between both bunks on both sides. Do you have a sleeping problem? A medical condition? You don't hear well, son? No, sir, he responded. Quick study. Well, get your ass online. And just like that, my Navy career began. Coincidentally, that base is now closed in Florida. It's been turned into a housing community. Didn't survive the big military budget cuts of the mid to late 90s. There was a lot going on. They were shutting bases down, selling arsenal, just like they sold my ship, the USS Pensacola, to Taiwan, to say the least, which is surprising. But anyway... All in all, I have to say my time and service in the military, minus the yelling person, the occasional kick in the butt, it's quite memorable. The places I've seen, the people I've met are forever cemented in my thoughts. Case in point, a month ago, my daughter had a science project on how land masses are formed. You know, your typical third grade project rivers, valleys, mountains, and volcanoes. So I asked her, what do you want to do your project on? Volcanoes, she said, and instantly, just like that, it took me back to my first Mediterranean cruise of March 1993. Not only was it my first journey out of the country, but my first Liberty Port. And a liberty port for you civilians is when us sailors, if you will, get a chance to get out and see the port, see the country we're in, the city. Well, my first port that I can vaguely, that I really remember, that sticks out the most, which coincides with this volcano, was Taormino, Sicily home of Mount Etna. I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I remember the ship pulling into port, looking at the beautiful countryside, rolling hills, jagged coastline, and the water, oh my, the water, a most distinctive color of blue that I still remember to this day. I would never imagine that me, that I would be there. I mean, a kid from Southeast Raleigh, I had never thought in a million years I would end up in this place, let alone seeing all this natural beauty and witnessing God's work. I mean, I've read about it, just like my daughter. Teachers talked about it. They even watched documentaries on TV, but I never imagined I would end up here. So after we docked and the tours were announced, Mount Edna came up. Bing! I jumped at the opportunity like nobody's business. We started out in a town, the valley. I say the drive up was about 30 to uh, 45 minutes. It's a warm to somewhat hot Mediterranean day. However, as we proceeded up the mountainside, the temp started to drop, I noticed. And guess what? Oh, slow me forgot my jacket and all the excitement. Well, we made it to Mount Edna, and once again, I was floored. 
just like I had read about and seen on TV. The mountain was a beautiful, beautiful, covered with a dark, rich soil and what looked like ash. Now, what they had did was preserved it and they build makeshift houses and you walk in and you can see all the displays of what happened to people when the volcano erupted, which incidentally, this volcano is still active today. But they had made some of the homes souvenir shops. So we were all there shopping, taking pictures, of course. And after a while, they they allowed us to uh, venture out a little bit. Couldn't go too far. And I found myself picking up and holding what was igneous rock. Just like I had seen in the books and the teachers had talked about and seen on the documentaries. I was holding it in my hands and visiting a part of history at the same time on so many levels. My young man, I, my young mind was trying to take it all in. Needless to say, I was in complete awe. Tour went on and ended. Got back on the bus. We went back down the mountainside. But all I could think about was how wonderful this experience was and how great my Navy career was going to be. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, a young mind set that hasn't truly experienced life will make quick and snap judgments later on to find that it's totally off course. So we made it back down safe and sound. And it's time to walk about, take in the town, the local local scenery, Apparently, like many places in the Med and Mediterranean, I'm sorry, I have to say Med, habit. All over the Med and, and other European countries, it's a tourist destination for many from all over the world. Vacation spot, if you will. Well, myself and others ventured out and about. You see, the military has a system called the buddy system. That's where you can't go out by yourself. You have to have a minimal of two people, preferably one that's a higher rank than you, out with you so you don't wander off and get into trouble. Fine with me. I mean, I didn't know where I was or what to expect. Not a problem. After we sat for a while, we had a bite of the local cuisine at a little restaurant or cafe. Enjoyed an atmosphere of relaxation and delightful convo with tourists from all over. Britain, Greek, they were Italian, Americans, Africans, Australians, anywhere you could imagine, it was there. So we began our journey, wandering about the town, to be honest, we were looking for a watering hole, hey, hey, I'm a Navy man, what do you expect, what do you expect from the rest of us, it took us Man, I I can say the journey there took us a good three, four weeks just before we hit the Straits of Gibraltar to get to the first port, which was Rota, Spain, which was a turnover port on a military base. That is where you got all your information, your do's and don'ts, what you expected, what your mission was going to be. Then we ventured down to Naples, Italy, 
that was a working port. But once we hit Sicily, like I said, there was a Liberty port, so we were game. So yeah, we walked around. We walked and tried to find us somewhere to sit down and have some cold beers and some nice stiff drinks. As we were walking by one bar, the guy was at the door sitting on a stool and pointing at a sign. No Americans allowed. What the hell is this, I thought. One of the older buddies. All right, let's keep moving. And then the next one, the next one, and so on. Okay, what is this? So we walk, but I noticed that some of my other shipmates were being allowed into these bars. No questions asked. The same signs, but they're Americans. Just then, the rules were explained to me and the other young shipmates, just like myself. These signs are for the owners that don't want any Americans, and they made it clear. And for you and I, meaning African Americans, not to enter, period. Well, I knew of some of America's rules, regulations, and I knew some Americans that had disdain for myself and others like myself because of our race. But my young my young mind never imagined in a million years that it was international. And well, at least not in 1993, maybe decades before, but not then. I mean, I believe that all the ignorance and nonsense had ended. This was my first, but would not be my last encounter with international racism. Countless ports I had the pleasure of visiting had the same codes, if you will. Wow. I thought it was over had read about it but somehow naively I refused to accept that the world still was shaped like this especially not us in military uniform facing discrimination hmm racial prejudice how about that so young and carefree a rude and harsh reality but It didn't deter me from enjoying my time in any port. If they didn't like my presence or my money, fine, so be it. Hey, you just can't argue with ignorance. That's just putting it mildly, but I was going to soak up as much culture as the good Lord would allow me. And that was that for me. As I was there to enjoy myself. Like I said, take up, take in culture and just live. Well, Sicily turned out, like I said, to be a liberty port. So we were there for a few days. And oftentimes when we hit a lot of ports overseas, they have a, a USO there. So at this USO, they would have meet and greets. Their meet and greets were with the locals or other military personnel where they would have uh, dances, you know, the good old stuff and barbecues and and cookouts. So 
this particular day, I was enjoying the atmosphere, burger and dogs, and yes, cold ones. When someone caught my eye, you know how you're, 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 you're somewhere and you can just feel a set of eyes on you, so you turn instinctively to see what it is, who it is. But as I turn, I could see this guy staring at me. It was like he was fixated. So I stared back. But my eyes, as they started, I don't want to say focus, but as things came into vision, I noticed something distinct and unbelievable. His hair was a coarse, woolly even. It had a natural dull, but a sheen to it, a luster. His skin was robust and bronze. His facial features. He had somewhat of a wide nose and thick lips. His cheekbones were high. Just they, Everything just resonated about this man. What is he? I thought to myself, man, what is this guy? Keep in mind, we're standing about 12 feet apart, staring at each other like fools, but I guess we were both captivated by something that we had never experienced. Now, we're still staring. And I thought to myself, well, maybe he's Egyptian. Looks kind of like an Egyptian. I mean, they do have bronze skin. And all of a sudden, one of my shipmates says to me, he says, blows your mind, don't it? I remember this little convo oh so well, like it was yesterday, not 27 years ago. What is he, I ask? Egyptian? No, he, like, he chuckled. No, man, he ain't Egyptian. He's Sicilian. At that second, I remember from the autobiography of Malcolm X written by Alex Haley how X used a descriptive historical synopsis to explain how Africans were spread throughout the world he probably was thinking to himself as I, I mean he probably was thinking to himself he's not African he's American wow they do exist Everyone remembers that M&M's commercial, I'm sure. But the stare down, the stare down, excuse me, the stare down stopped a short time later. No words were exchanged, continuing on with both our lives. Uh, as I look back now, I, I gotta say it was a missed opportunity to conversate and enlightenment. Not sure, but as the years progressed, I never missed an opportunity like that again. Never missed an opportunity to conversate with strangers and learn their culture and tell them a little bit about mine. And as I'm getting older now, I, I have to say, the Navy allowed me to learn about life that I could never truthfully get in a classroom or collegiate setting. I am truly thankful and blessed for this experience. So much can be said about my experience and life itself. 
you know, veterans, we have a indeed have and have had remarkable and memorable experiences in life. We are remarkable human beings. Our dedications, sacrifices, and lives are truly a testament to life and all its glory with all the successes, with all the failures, with all the tribulations or endeavors, good or bad. However you want to say it. So I say to you, give us our flowers while we are breathing. Someone, excuse me, someone out there has uncles, aunts, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, friends that have served. Thank them, thank them, just not one day, but every day. For those that haven't served, and I often hear this a lot, I often have conversations with people that haven't served. And, and, and when they find out I've served, they have this look on their face, which I, I, I've never understood. I'm not asking you to praise me. I mean, I've never asked anyone to praise me. Hell, I'm 47 years old. I know that'll never happen. Don't care for it to happen. But they always have this look on their face, I want to say, of somewhat disgust. I don't know what that's about. Don't really care. But had it not been for people like myself, and that includes females, but like I said, I was in one of the first integrated companies in the Navy. Females, the males, the blacks, the whites, the Asians, the Hispanics that served. You truly don't know where you would be. It's a humbling experience. I hear people all the time talk about poverty. Well, I can honestly tell you from firsthand experience, you don't know poverty until you stumble on a child, not a teenager, not a young man, but literally a child that is eating out of a trash can, drinking water out of a mud pile, or a child that has been burnt or shot caught in a a skirmish a war it's a humbling experience that doesn't warrant hostility that so many people give veterans in many ways I think 9-11 has changed it but there's still a few of us out still a few of them out there I personally think, and I'll get off my soapbox in a minute, I personally think every American citizen, when they hit the age of 18, should serve a minimum of two years in the military. Trust me, it's humbling. Well, that's all for me today. I'll get off my soapbox. I'm sure I'll catch some flack with this one, but closing I would like to thank each and every one of you for lending me your ear for a few and also leave a message show some support doesn't have to be monetary would be nice 
<laughs> but leave a message and let me know what you think. Good or bad, I'm pretty thick, thick skinned. Hey, like I said, at 47 years on this earth, I didn't, I didn't survive this this long being sensitive. Trust me. Leave a message. Leave your support. Share. Let people know about me. I won't bite. At least not physically, but verbally I may. In closing, once again, I want to thank you all for lending me your ears for a few. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.